Welcome to the Stop Overdrinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop overdrinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 17. This is a Facebook Live class that I taught last week on decisions and honoring your commitments in regards to stopping over drinking or losing weight. I hope you enjoy. The topic of today's class is decisions and commitments, and it's the power of making decisions and honoring your commitments. And like I said in my email and my Facebook posts and earlier, we are very good at making decisions for like long-term goals that we have when it's sort of things outside of ourselves, like buying a home, going to college, deciding to have a family, getting married, like all of those things, like when we make a decision to do that, then we get to work and we make it happen, right? Like there's not a lot of wavering involved in, you know, those decisions. We don't give up halfway. Well, I guess I'm not going to get married. (laughs) I guess I'm not going to have kids. I guess I'm not going to go to college. Like if you've accomplished those things in your life, it's because you've made a decision and you've committed to it 100%, right? So I'm going to talk about how we can use that same process in making decisions ahead of time and having a commitment to our goals ahead of time and using that same strategy on our personal goals. So with weight loss or over drinking or you know adding a new exercise regime, all of that stuff, we tend to waver on those decisions and commitments when... Um, it is like something that isn't like like a maybe like a tangible result, right? Like it's not a house, it's not a job, it's not a spouse, like those types of things. But when it comes to ourselves, for some reason, we think like there's this negotiation or this wiggle room. And I was the same way too. Like I accomplished all the things I wanted to accomplish in my life. And then I came to a point where I was just like, now what? Is this it? Like what is next? You know, and I was only like 30 something years old. And I'm like, this can't be everything. This can't be it. And once I learned how to honor my commitments and make decisions and move forward and take action and like let go of the rest of the shit and the drama and like the self-doubt, then that's when the magic started to happen. And then I realized I could keep creating. I could keep doing all the things and working towards something, um, even if it was just a personal thing like losing weight so or stopping over drinking, right? So that's what I want to tell you guys today. So decisions are a conclusion or a resolution reached after consideration. So we make a decision after we think about the outcome. Like, why are we making this decision? What is the outcome we want to achieve? And then we make that decision, right? So that's the good old um, Google definition there. Decisions are a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. And when we are faced with something we might want to do in the future, whether it's a project at work or planning a garden or going on a trip, deciding to lose weight or stop over drinking, right? So we have an idea about the thing that we want to work on or do, and then we make a decision to do it, okay? The first part is actually making the decision, okay? A lot of us get stuck on that. Like, we don't know what decision to make, and we don't know what to do, and we get confused, and we just sort of spin out there, and we don't actually move forward. We don't evolve to the next version of ourselves, So the one thing I have noticed when I'm coaching my private clients is that they get stuck on not knowing what decision to make, whether it's how, like between 
planning two drinks versus three drinks, like that alone just causes them to just get stuck and, you know, not to be able to move forward with make a decision. And they aren't sure what to do when it comes to deciding ahead of time of what action they will take next. So a lot of this is about planning our decisions and our thoughts ahead of time instead of actually in the moment. And that's what we did when we decided that we wanted to go to college or we wanted to buy our home, right? Or we wanted that first job. We made a decision ahead of time and then we went to work to get it. So our decision was that it was going to happen, right? That's like an unshakable decision. We decided what our result was gonna be before it happened. That was the decision-making process, right? And then we went to work to accomplish it. There wasn't any like, oh, I'm not gonna do it, or I changed my mind about you know getting my bachelor's degree. You just did it, right? It's the same thing with some of this personal stuff. So we spend a lot of time in indecision, and I'll tell you that just keeps you stuck again. It feels, it, it's telling that primitive brain of yours that it's running the show. And I'm going to get into the differences in our brain functions in a little bit, but I'm, I want to talk a little bit about why indecision is, is harmful for it. So it causes confusion, overthinking, all of that. And that's, again, just your primitive brain trying to keep you stuck where you are. And if you want to move forward and get off the Ferris wheel that you might be on, you need to make a decision, any decision, okay? So what decisions are you guys holding off on? Think about that for a second when it comes to your health or your relationships or your job. Like what decision are you making? Are you sort of like wavering on right now? There will never be a perfect time to make the decision. Okay. So make a decision. There's no perfect time to make a decision. We have a life. We have things going on. People get sick. You know, we have vacations. We have kids. We have families. Like there's job travel. All of that stuff will always be there. And we know that as adults because that's how life has been, right? That's actually one thing we can count on is that things fluctuating in our life. It's never just this this straight sort of even keeled, easy going, everything's lined the same day, day in and day out, right? We know that to be the truth. So don't wait for things to settle down to start making some changes. Things will never settle down. Like it's just the nature of being alive and being a human being and having a family and having relationships and having a job. Like it's never going to settle down. So stop telling, stop giving this as an excuse. There's no perfect time. So just decide what you're going to do and then do it or don't do it. Okay. The constant ups and downs in our schedules, again, will always be there. So our lives are always in flux and that's how they should be. There should always be peaks and valleys in what's going on in our lives. So if you've been meaning to figure out the overdrinking or the overeating thing, there is no time like the present, you guys. We have our life today. There's no guarantees for tomorrow. All right? Anything could happen. What do you want to do today? So I got I want you guys, if this is something that you're struggling with, I want you to decide right now. Okay? So take a moment and decide right now if you're in or if you're out of starting that journey. Right now. There's no wrong decision, okay? And it's okay either way. If you aren't all in and you don't want to do it right now, it's totally fine, okay? Then stop telling yourself you should be doing it and beating yourself up when you like overdrink and you overeat, okay? You've already decided that you're not going to go forward. You're going to stay where you are and that is fine. Like you all have like running water and a home and the internet and food. Like you don't need anything else. You can stay exactly where you are. That is completely fine. And if you decide to do that, just then stop putting the pressure on yourself 
that you need to be doing something that you're not. That causes you to feel bad about yourself, and then that's when you'll continue to overdrink and overeat, okay? So make a decision if you're in on the journey or if you're not, and then move on on either direction, okay? Decisions help free up your mind of all that back and forth, chatter that causes anxiety and overwhelm and depression and doubt and fear and confusion, all right? If you decide that you're all in, awesome. <laughs> I think that's a good decision too. If you don't want to be on in, that's a good decision. Whatever decision you make is the perfect decision. So if you're listening or watching right now and haven't made a decision to stop over drinking or stop overeating, I want you to make one right now. Okay. Maybe just for the next week, decide for the next week what you want to do, and then you can make another decision. Okay. Don't worry about making the wrong decision. We can always adjust it later, like I said. There's no wrong decisions. Whatever your decision is the right one because that's the one you made, okay? And arguing with your decisions after they've already been made is pointless because it's like arguing with reality, okay? If you're still deciding and you're scared or you're worried, I want you to take a deep breath and just to relax, okay? Just take a deep breath and let it out. And then I want you to ask yourself what you are scared of. Okay, are you scared of failure? Are you scared of being uncomfortable and not having all the drinks, <laughs> right? Like when your friends are out drinking and you're, you know, decided that you're going to work on the over drinking stuff and then your friends are all out and you're out with them and you've decided you're only going to have one and then they're like, you know, asking you for more and like you're in that place of feeling uncomfortable. Are you scared of that? Is that why you're not making the decision? Are you scared of that uncomfortableness and that awkwardness in that situation? You don't know what that's going to be like? Okay, now I'm going to tell you if you are scared and that is one of the reasons, like maybe you have a vacation coming up or some event or something like that. And if you're scared, that means you're on track. <laughs> you should be scared, okay? That little emotional response that you're having thinking about that situation in the future means that you should do it. <laughs> All right. It means that you should be taking action. Okay. If you are scared of being uncomfortable, this is a sign you need to do it. Okay. We don't evolve to the next version of ourselves and get over our issues if we aren't willing to feel uncomfortable. That's what it takes to move past your current version of yourself is moving past the fear, getting out of the cave and trying something new and your willingness to feel uncomfortable. Okay. So we don't grow and evolve if we don't do those things that are uncomfortable. And remember, your brain likes to play it safe, okay? So your brain is going to deliver you all sorts of thoughts and ideas and scary, you know, scenarios that are, make, are going to make you want to stay stuck and not take action right now, if, if that's what you're feeling, okay? But lean into that thing, be like, okay, if I'm feeling like this could be a little scary, that means I need to do it. That's a way more exciting life than being stuck and not taking action and just being miserable where you are and not knowing why you can't do the things that you do. Okay. So my clients are used to me telling them, <laughs> be telling them this. And we, we talk about this all the time. The more uncomfortable you are willing to be, the faster you get to your goals. That's it. And being uncomfortable is just an emotion. It's just a feeling that you have. It's a vibration in your body. So don't let fear, which is, again, it's just an emotion. It's a feeling stop you from making decisions. Thinking about this, you guys, if you are letting an idea of being uncomfortable in the future, not even now, but the idea of being uncomfortable in the future hold you back from making a decision, 
you will stay stuck and you will never move forward. You're letting the idea of a vibration in your body that hasn't even happened yet hold you back. I really want you guys to think about this, okay? All human beings take action from their emotions and their feelings, right? So right now you're you're in in action because you're scared of a future emotion. And when you think about it that way, you're like, oh my gosh, am I really going to let like a vibration in my body prevent me from living the life that I want? Fuck no. Like, don't do that. <laughs> be strong. Be willing to feel that. And then there's nothing you can't accomplish in your life. Okay? You don't want to feel that awkward, uncomfortable feeling when your friends are all drinking alcohol and you've planned to have one or two, right? But that's the currency you pay to move past the current issue that you have right now. And it's just a feeling. Okay, so if you've not decided, decide right now. Maybe write it down on your notebook. Decide in your head, I'm going to move on. Let's say you decided to go all in and stop over drinking or lose weight. And I'm going to say congratulations. It's awesome. Now that you've made a decision, you actually have to take action. <laughs> okay, if you want the results that you're after, right? We can make the decisions. And then this is the part of like I talk about taking action after you make a decision. This is part of the commitment piece. So uh, uh, one thing before I move on to that is a decision is a thought you are generating about a future outcome. And I want you guys to sit with that for a second. Just like going to college, just like, you know, buying a home is you made a decision and you know what's going to happen. You have a very strong belief. It's a thought about your future outcome, right? And it's the same thing about the over drinking or the overeating. It's something that's happening in the future. It's not your result right now, but you made a decision to do it. Like I will decide to stop over drinking. I will decide to lose weight, whatever that is, right? It's something that's in the future. It's not available to you right in the second, but your belief and your commitment to it is what will get you there. Um, let's see here. So we made the decision. We'll be moving forward to achieving that goal. And we decide we'll lose weight or stop over drinking. And that is the result. All right. So to stop over drinking is what we will achieve after we do the work. Right. There's the decision and then there's the commitment and then there's the work. So um, you haven't done it yet, but you have decided it will now and you commit to achieving that outcome. You teach your brain that this decision is unshakable, just like your decision to go to college, right? This is starting the practice. So, you know, say we decided today that we're going to start the stop over drinking and stop overeating journey. Then tomorrow is the first day in that journey, right? Your commitment based on this decision is unshakable, just as if you were approaching a college degree, just as if you were saving up to buy your first home, you know, going up, planning a vacation that's a year in advance, Okay, like you have to do all the work and your decision and your commitment to that end goal is unshakable. There's no question that you will go on the trip a year from now, right? You've decided, maybe you've put a deposit down on something, like it will happen. There's just no doubt in your mind. That's the same sort of strong core about your decision and your commitment that you need to have when you approach your goals. So the first thing is, again, we decide, I'm just going to use the stop over drinking example, decide I will stop over drinking, commit, I am committed no matter what, and then what's next, okay? So the thoughts that you have about your commitment is next. And I'm going to give you an example here, but your thoughts about your commitment is really key. And um, if you think that you don't have what it takes, or you think that you may not be strong enough to do it, 
that will be your result, <laughs> that you won't do it. If you think, yeah, there's no question I'm doing this. Like this, there's no, like I'll just, I'll, I'm committed to doing this for however long it takes, no matter what. That will be your result is that you will get that in the end. It starts in your mind with that basis of your commitment and your decision and then your belief about your capabilities of actually doing it. So this is um, the self-coaching model that this is what I use with all my clients. I don't know if you guys can see this here or not, but I'm going to walk you through it. Um, so we have our decision to stop over drinking. Okay, that's sort of like the fact. The decision is written down. You know, we've written it in our planner, in our journals or whatever. We're, we've made a decision. We're going to stop over drinking. And then our thought about that decision could be, I don't know if I'll be able to. All right. And that thought generates a feeling that you have. And that feeling is probably doubt. If you're saying, I don't know if I'm capable of doing that, you're going to feel some doubt. All right. And when you feel doubt, you waver, you overthink your decisions. You might complain to your friends about it. Right. You don't plan. You don't allow and process your urges when they come up to drink. You don't allow your emotions. You're not journaling. You're not doing all the work that it takes to permanently stop over drinking. And so your results from this thought, so your thought was, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Your results are you, you aren't doing it, okay? And it started up here with your thought about the decision, okay? I'm going to show you a different way to have a different result. So you have the same fact here. You've made a decision to stop over drinking, and then you have a different thought. I'm all in. I will do this. And when I think that way, it's like, I am all in on something. I am doing this. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I am, like, excited about it. So my feeling is excitement. And I'm energized. And then I plan my drinks 24 hours in advance. And I get coached. And I write my thoughts out in my, in my journal. And I manage my mind to the best of my abilities, right? And I'm moving forward, right? I'm reading books. I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing to reach this goal, right? My decision to stop over drinking. And so my results from doing all of those things from this excitement place is that I'm doing it, right? I've, I'm going to reach my goal. Do you guys see the difference here between the thought, I don't know if I'll be able to do it versus I'm all in. I will absolutely do this. This is where a lot of you guys get stuck up. Like you go in and you decide, you made the decisions and you commit. And then like the first time it gets hard, you think, I don't know if I'm able to do this. And then that's what your results are. You give up and you don't move on. But if you can like honestly believe no matter what in your brain that you are all in, you're going to do this no matter what, you're going to work through your obstacles, you're going to manage these types of thoughts and move past them and not believe them, okay? This is going to be your results. You are doing it. So this is how I coach a lot of my clients. We, we identify which thoughts are holding them back and then we work on coming up with new thoughts to have different outcomes. It's absolutely magic. Okay, so now that you've decided to commit, you're willing to do whatever it takes to permanently stop over drinking, you're willing to take all the time you need to lose weight, right? What are you willing to do? What are you willing not to do? And you must teach, you must teach your brain, just like in this scenarios, that once you make a decision, you are all in on that decision. It's not something that you waver from, okay? So you've made your decision, you're committed, it's understanding how we take the actions towards the goals we do. And then once we do that, once we make our decisions, we're committed, we're all in, 
What's left is your feelings about it, okay? This is where a lot of, it gets, a lot of us get hung up. It's easy to, to decide and say you're committed, right? <laughs> and those are just thoughts that we think about and words that we can write. But now those thoughts and words can cause something that we can't see. And do you know what that is? That's our feelings right here. Our feelings. Our thoughts create our feelings, okay? Our feelings aren't caused by anything outside of ourselves. Our feel Nobody can hurt our feelings, you know, if something goes wrong or somebody dies or, you know, your husband doesn't take out the trash, he doesn't cause you to have hurt feelings or to be pissed off. You cause your own feelings by what you're thinking about him not taking off the, out the trash, okay? Our emotions and our feelings and getting in touch with that and knowing where, how, where they're generated from is a big part of this. So if your thoughts about stopping over drinking in the tune of, hell yeah, like I'm all in or, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, They'll have different outcomes. So your thoughts about stopping over drinking or losing weight will determine your outcome. It's not what your, your actions at this point. It's your thoughts about your decision, okay? Your thoughts are everything. Whatever result you currently have in this area of your life is because of what you're thinking, okay? If you're overweight, it's because of what you're thinking. If you're drinking too much, it's because of what you're thinking, this is why getting coached is so powerful. A coach can help you see which thoughts are holding you back and keeping you stuck and help you generate new ones that help you move towards your goals, okay? So it's easy not to drink or to overeat, right? We decide ahead of time, I'm not overeating or overdrinking tomorrow. That's easy. But then when we get into the moment and we, you know, we have our plan, we've decided ahead of time that we're not going to do that, what's left is our thoughts and our feelings, and those are the intolerable things. Those are the things that we're trying to cover up with the food and the alcohol. So you have to be managing your thoughts along the way. Make sure before you take any action that your thoughts are in order, right? So like if this is what you're thinking before you start your sapping over drinking journey, I would clean that up to make sure it's more in alignment with something like this, that you can get the outcome that you want, all right? So you, can get, you guys can do this on your own. You can write out your thoughts, ask yourself how it makes you feel, and when you feel that way, what actions do you take? And those actions will, be your, will lead to your result in your life. This is self-coaching. I talk a lot about this on my podcast, Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. I talk a lot about it on my emails. I talk a lot about it on you know, these Facebook lives. This is the key to living the exact life that you want. It solves any problem that you're having. If you're stuck in any area of your life, thoughts, feelings, actions, I promise you. So... Um, but I want to go back to like, if you believe it and your thoughts will align with your beliefs 100%, like you're all in, there's no doubt, and you always have that belief, you will succeed. It's just, it's the power of our brain. It's the power of having a human brain is that you can develop and, and have anything that you want in your life if you're all in on yourself. Okay, so you're excited, your thoughts are in order, and then the actions. Okay, now we're going to get to the actually, what do we do <laughs> to stop over drinking and stop over eating? Okay, again, your thoughts about stopping over drinking or losing weight will determine your outcome. So the next is the actions and how we honor our decisions and commitments, right? The same way that we did when we bought the home and went to college. So the first thing is, okay, this is important. So I want you guys to write this. I'm going to sit down so you can fully see me in this board. Let me bring it here a little bit closer. So if you guys are just listening, 
um, and you're on the podcast, you can go back to my Facebook live video on my Facebook page and watch this video if you want. But you can, you can get most of it if you're just listening to. So we're going to plan our actions in advance, okay? Just like your decisions and your commitments come in advance of the outcome. So I talked about that earlier. We made that decision in advance of our, our, our outcome, right? We decided that we're going to stop over drinking. Currently, right now, we may not be somebody that has stopped over drinking permanently, but we decided that that's something that we wanted to do, right? So we made that decision in advance. And so now we're going to plan our actions in advance as well. So we do that, and when we do that, we engage our prefrontal cortex part of our brain, our human evolved part of our brain. And that's the part of the brain that made the decision to go all in, and it saw a future version of yourself as someone who doesn't overdrink. okay? That's the part of the brain that helped you make that decision. And that part of the brain looks towards the future, makes plans. It always has yourself, your best interests at heart. Like it wants you to evolve. It wants you to achieve your goals. And um, so to get your best results as fast as possible, you the more you can activate this part of your brain, the more successful you will become. So I just want you to kind of keep that in the back of your mind right now. And I think it's really important to understand human behavior and why we do or don't do certain things. It certainly helped me when I um, started this journey. I didn't know that there was like two different parts of my brains that generated different thoughts. I just thought it was, I thought my thoughts were the fact (laughs) of all life, right? And my beliefs were fact. I didn't know that they were just thoughts. They were just sentences in my brain. And I also didn't know that we had like this primitive brain thoughts and we have these, you know, higher human prefrontal thoughts and they you know generate thoughts that help us achieve different things so the more you can engage this part of your brain it's very powerful this is the most powerful thing in the world is our prefrontal cortex it helps us think it's the part of the brain that helps us think about our thoughts you know it's it's just a very powerful instrument that once we can tap into that and learn how to utilize it it's like we are unstoppable All right, so you have to plan your actions in advance using that part of your brain. And if you don't plan your actions in advance using this part of your brain and you wait to make decisions about your actions in relation to your goals, your primitive brain has more power. And just stick with me here, okay? I'm about to explain why we don't honor our commitments and why you have been stuck even though you've made decisions to work on yourself and work on these things. Um, Our primitive brain was designed to keep us from harm. It was designed and had evolved so that our main actions were to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and expend the least amount of effort possible. So the primitive brain served us when we were living in caves and we had to like go out and search for for food and like not be killed by predators, right? And like to stay warm. And that's when that primitive part of our human brain was developed. Our prefrontal hadn't developed yet. Over time, it has developed now into the humans that we know today. The the primitive brain served us well then, but it doesn't serve us um, very well now, right? We live in a society where we can have anything that we want. We can go eat pizza. We can go get the bottle of wine. We can get the candy. Like There's no like hunting or gathering or suffering or waiting that we have to take. So... Um, when our primitive brain wants what it wants, like it just throws a fit <laughs> and it wants to get those things fast. But that, that sort of, um, the way the brain, that primitive brain works in our society now does not serve us. 
So say you've decided to stop over drinking. You're committed, right? You already decided. You're committed. You woke up this morning and you told yourself you weren't going to have drinks tonight. Then as the afternoon comes on, you've started to have these thoughts like, excuse me, how nice it would be to have a glass of wine or one drink won't hurt or you need to relax or why can't I, blah, blah, blah. Like all these thoughts start coming up about drinking tonight. And um, this is your primitive brain just generating thoughts for you to take action that will keep you stuck. Okay, it wants what it wants and it wants it now. Like it's trying to keep you from, you know, being in fear and like being scared and going out there and getting hurt. Okay, so it's like used to you behaving this way and giving into your desires and urges. So it's going to be delivering you those same thoughts. And you've likely done that over and over and over again, not honoring your commitments, right? And in advance and you're going all in. But when it comes down, like we just keep tripping over ourselves. So the key here is to just plan in advance with our actions too. So we can engage that prefrontal part of our brain that's always, you know, the most powerful part of us. When we make those decisions in advance and then we come to the moment where we, you know, want the drink or whatever and we hadn't planned for it, we just have to manage our thoughts and our feelings in that moment. So planning your actions in advance means that you decide at least 24 hours in advance if you will drink or not drink or eat or not eat. And when it comes to the food, like you just write out what you're going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Exactly. Like what kind of meat, what kind of vegetables, all of it. You plan exactly what you will have 24 hours in advance. And I actually just started doing this. I used to have like a protocol where it was... Um, just a list of foods that I allowed myself to eat. And then I would just kind of go in like at lunchtime and like pick and choose which ones I wanted to have. And um, what I found, like that worked great in the beginning. And then, you know, I started like I've been traveling a lot and I had my birthday and stuff and I've just been lazy about it and like not planning too well and like letting my little urges and desires come in. So I've been like doing a lot more snacking. And so I decided to plan everything 24 hours in advance for the first time And I can tell you it is a life changer. Like my thoughts about food and the chatter and the urges to eat the snacks have been dramatically reduced because I'm completely committed to it, first of all. Like there's no wiggle room for me at all. Like I'm all in on doing that because I like the way my brain functions when I eat that way. And I also don't like to think about food that much. I like to think about other things that are more interesting, like my business and helping people and my family. So I like it when my brain isn't full of chatter about food. So that really reduces all of that. So you just make your decision ahead of time using that prefrontal cortex part of your brain. And then the next day you just honor it no matter what. Like there's no, there's just no wiggle room there. Like I'm all in on my decision, just like I was all in on my decision to become a life coach. I was all in on a decision to marry my husband, all in on my decision to get a college degree, right? I'm all in on my 24 hour food plan. It doesn't seem as important. And I think that's why sometimes we waver on that because it doesn't have like this, for some reason, it doesn't have this weighted importance like some of those other things that we're all in on. But it does. It is the most important thing that you can do is honor your commitments to yourself. And once you can honor your commitments to yourself, everything else will be much easier to manage and your commitments and decisions will align with that. But you got to put yourself first. And no matter what, you've got to train your brain that your prefrontal is in charge and that primitive brain does not have the power and you do not make in-the-moment decisions anymore. So when it comes to drinking, it's the same thing. So, 
If you want to stop over drinking, you plan your drinks at least 24 hours in advance. You commit to not making decisions based on if you want to drink or not in the moment. Okay, so a lot of times my clients be like, well, I don't know if I want to drink on a Friday night. Like, how can I make a decision now if, you know, in advance, like I may not want to drink. And that's the point. (laughs) You don't want to be in response to that want, to that desire, to that urge. That is what's gotten you in trouble in the first place is being in response to that primitive part of your brain that develops the urges and in the moment feelings to get you to take action to drink. Okay, so when you plan in advance, it takes away all of the emotion out of it. And it's like you will always make a decision with your prefrontal cortex that aligns with your long term goals. So if you actually don't want to drink ahead of time, then don't plan to drink. (laughs) And then you honor your plan and you sit there in that moment and you feel uncomfortable and you work on managing your emotions and managing your thoughts in that moment. That's the hard part. The hard part isn't the not drinking part. You've already decided that with your 24-hour plan. The hard part is in that moment when your brain, your primitive brain is used to getting its way and now it's delivering you like this overwhelming desire to drink or to eat and you've given into it time after time after time. But just by you allowing that feeling to be there, not resist that feeling, not push it away, but allow it and process it like it should be, you do that over and over again then your desire goes down and then you don't want it so much. And then you're moving on and like you're moving on to way more important things in your life than drinking and eating and you're losing weight and you're just slaying it. I promise you. So this is the step. So you plan your actions in advance. Okay. Just like your decisions and your commitments, you decided to stop over drinking or to lose weight. That's a decision you made about a future outcome. And so your actions are planned in the future, or I'm sorry, yeah, your pl- your actions are planned in advance as well. So the more you can engage your prefrontal cortex, that human evolved part of your brain, the more in control and the more power you will have. And you won't be in the response in the moment to that primitive part of your brain. And you plan exactly, exactly, okay? There's no question about what you'll be eating and drinking tomorrow, <laughs> All right, what you will eat and drink or do 24 hours in advance. So that is it, my friends. That's how you make decisions. That is how you have an unwavering commitment to go all in on it. And then what's left after you've got your commitment and you're all in and you've managed your brain and you're like, yes, I'm doing this, right? And then when you come time in that moment and you're, you know, your brain thinks that there's still wiggle room there to make a decision about whether you're drinking or not drinking or eating the snack or not eating the snack. But you tell your brain, no, we've already made that decision. We don't even need to think about it anymore. We decided yesterday what we're eating and drinking today. It's not on the plan. So it's okay if you want to have a freak out. I'm not going to respond to my urges in the moment anymore. Just not going to. And once you do that a few times and you practice allowing your urges and your feelings to be there, it becomes so much easier. And then you can go out to social situations and go to parties and you literally don't have those desires and you don't feel that uncomfortable because you've not rewarded your brain in those moments anymore. It won't continue to deliver the urges and the desires for the food or the drinks if you don't respond to it. But you also can't 
like distract yourself or like go do something else so you don't feel that uncomfortable feeling. You actually just have to sit there and feel it. You have to allow and process it through your body. You don't get on your phone. You don't go watch TV. You don't, you know, like distract yourself. You don't go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> like none of that shit. You just got to be in the moment with your emotion, your feeling, allow it to be there and it won't kill you. You are meant to process those things. And once you, that is a skill that you develop over time. It doesn't happen like on the first try. It may be really uncomfortable. You may resist it. You may, you know, want to distract yourself. It's okay. Don't give up. Just keep working on it. And I can help you. Like this is where a coach can come in. This is where I can help you decide which thoughts you want to have in advance of these times, how to manage your emotions. I can help you set up a strategy to stop over drinking or stop overeating. So that's where like having some outside help can help you and help you identify where you're getting hung up. And I offer a 30-minute consultation. It's free to anybody that wants me to sort of identify where they're getting stuck and show you what is possible once you get unstuck. So if you guys have any questions, I can answer those for you now. I'm going to look over here on Facebook. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, that is so funny. Hi, Christina, Anya. There are a lot of Morgans here. How funny. Barbie, all of you guys have the last name of Morgan. Hi, Dina. So let me know if you guys have any questions. Um, Christina, you didn't mean to make an angry face. I'm like, who the hell is giving me slack over here? <laughs> um, let me know if you guys have any questions about anything I reviewed. I know I, I got into a lot of like brainy stuff, but you guys... Please go back and watch the video. I'm going to have the podcast up next week on the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast. Um, you know, there, there'll be ways that you can come back and revisit this. But the biggest thing I want to tell you is just make a decision, okay? And stop spinning out and deciding what you're going to do. When you make decisions in advance, it, it reduces all of that sort of like decision fatigue in the moment. It keeps you in control with your prefrontal cortex and it, it like diminishes the power of your primitive brain and its wants and desires that want to keep you stuck. If you can just remember that, those primitive urges and desires will keep you stuck and your prefrontal is the one that will take you towards your goals and your dreams. And the more you can engage that prefrontal, you make decisions ahead of time, you plan your actions ahead of time, and then you honor those commitments that you made to yourself in the moment when your primitive brain is trying to tell you all the things and delivering you all the negative emotions that you don't want to feel, okay? And that's where a coach can come in and help you how to deal with man managing your emotions and generating new thoughts that will help you get the outcome you seek. So I would love to work with you guys. I have a brand new eight-week program. It's called Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. It's unbelievable. There's nothing like it out there from a private coach that specializes in the over-drinking category. I also coach a lot of people on weight loss using the same strategy. So if that's something you're interested in, sign up for the free 30-minute consultation. I'll put the link in the comments here. And um, get on my calendar. It's awesome. Everyone that comes on the consultation is just like, they see what is possible. And sometimes that's hard when we're sort of stuck in our own issues is to even see what is possible. And I can help you see that. So I love you guys. If you guys don't have any questions, I'm going to sign off. And I will see you next week. Love you. Bye. Tell me, people, you know.